Hello, and welcome to Embolden, Living a Bold Christian Life. I'm Chris Shetter, an ordinary Christian living with and learning about an extraordinary God. Today's podcast completes our Jesus character trait, a loving and faithful friend. I hope you enjoy as I introduce you to someone very special in my life. Hello, I'd like to share a verse with you today. John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And then this quote from Max Lucado. Jesus sees you. The first lesson of this miracle is a welcome one. You and I aren't invisible. We aren't overlooked. Jesus spots us on the side of the road, and he makes the first move. There are three women in my life that I count as having a significant influence on me. Two of the three will probably never know me. That's the power of having an outlet to reach millions of people, either through radio, books, television, you know. My long commutes as a young working woman were filled with life wisdom dished out with a borderline harshness by the famed Dr. Laura. She made sense to me and helped me to see different perspectives and relationships, both personally and professionally. Later, my faith life received a much-needed injection of God's truth from the formidable Joyce Meyer. Her devotional, as I've mentioned before, Power Thoughts, was Dr. Laura on faith steroids. But again, these two women and I will probably never cross paths. The third woman God placed in my path couldn't be more opposite in personality than the other two. She and Jesus share a beautiful character trait. They love all. They have compassion for all. They know just what someone needs at their darkest hour. When Jesus was asked how the masses would be fed, he stepped up to the plate. And so does my mother-in-law, Bev. When I first would visit Bev in her hometown of Longmont, Colorado about 30 years ago, I would find myself frequently annoyed. You see, like people surrounding Jesus on his way to an official's home, Bev couldn't get through one aisle at the local grocer without multiple people approaching her. A quick trip for a loaf of bread turned into an hour. This was so foreign to me. How could one person not only know so many people, but know so many people so well? She wasn't some famous TV personality. She didn't write a book. She didn't operate the local bakery or any business for that matter. She wasn't even any head of an organization. She was a housewife who occasionally worked part-time at a flower shop here or a dress shop there and a faithful member of her church. She knows everyone's name, their children's names, their parents' names. She knows who is sick and who is injured. She can share a joke with the young and the old. She lets people know she's praying for them regularly. And at the end of a short trip for a few groceries, I sometimes felt a bit like the disciple Peter, 
annoyed that we might be late for our next engagement because Bev needed to say yet another kind hello to an elderly woman. She makes you feel loved, specialed, and remembered. Her longtime friend, Jane Nelson, once said to me, it's funny how God leads us to just the right person to guide us through life. Bev has been that trusted, loving, spiritual friend to me for some 40 years. She has modeled the commandment of Jesus to love one another, putting into action all the teachings of Jesus. We have shared laughter, faith, tears, fears, and all that life gives us, and I'm so grateful to her for walking beside me and revealing Jesus to me. Jesus did that. You knew you were in the presence of someone special because he made you feel special. The disciples knew that when Jesus said, follow me, they would be well-loved. They would be remembered. You know, he wasn't famous when he first called his disciples. He was an unknown, not a rich businessman or even mildly successful tradesman. Yet he made sure to make people feel known and loved. John 17, 9 says, I pray for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. Even in his last physical days on earth, he remembered his friends and his prayers to God. Not just the disciples. You'll notice in that verse, he's praying for everyone that the Father sent to him. That's you, me, Peter, John, the tax collectors, the adulterers, the Gentile, and the Jew. Everyone who has turned their lives over to him. When I committed myself to my husband, I was given the gift of moving into Bev's large friendship circle. It wasn't easy at first. We are also opposite in personality. I was angry and unsettled and untethered to God. I welcomed outrage in my life and judged harshly and forgave reluctantly. But the thing about Jesus is when he steps into a relationship with a Saul, he transforms that Saul into a Paul. And when someone like Bev enters your life, you can't help but come out changed. And so I watched and listened. I saw the peace she had in her life that I didn't. I watched her minister to the homeless, the shut-in, the sick, the needy, the hurt, the lonely. I listened to her words of compassion and quiet, unassuming advice to her friends. She opens her home to visiting missionaries, childhood friends, family, and anyone else that needs a pillow to rest their head. And I said, I want some of that. Isn't that what we do when we listen to Jesus talk to a hurting person? Quote, I want to be able to love like that, unquote. Isn't that what we pray for when we watch Jesus stop and pay attention to one person on the street whom nobody sees? I should stop and help them. Isn't that what we long for when Jesus tells us he will never leave us? I want to be remembered and loved. My daughter Haley said of her grandma Bev, 
My grandma doesn't wait around for approval, compliments, or appreciation. She has a keen eye for what people need before they may even know it themselves. She is one to show up with a worn meal before your stomach growls or a blanket before you start to shiver. Jesus and people like Bev show us how to love and be loved. They show us how to be faithful and the loving friend. They aren't looking for 10,000 likes on Facebook. They stop in the grocery aisle and say, Hello, friend. How is your mom feeling today? They give their time and prayers one person at a time. And from that, Jesus and Bev have gained a multitude of loving and faithful friends. Her sister said once, My sister Bev cared for my blessed mother for many years. Her dedication and honoring God through love and service is selfless and enduring. Many times her faith has been tested, but never paled. The people like Bev, who live out this Jesus character trait so well, don't work hard to make friends. They don't work hard at keeping friends. They work hard at loving people. They look for ways to show compassion. They know that even doing their little part will mean something for somebody. People like Bev are remembered wherever they go because the people they touch feel something special. My daughter Haley also once said, from her I have learned to watch and listen to her ways. This is not something you develop overnight, but attributes you gain over time. She surrounds herself with people who also have these qualities so they can act as a tribe, a community, to build and share their love. Bev and her tribe are truly special followers of Jesus' command to love one another and be faithful to others. I'm a living example of someone who can learn to imitate Bev and Jesus. I may never achieve the level of her success, but God knows my efforts. It's important for us that aren't more naturally inclined to be like her to know that Jesus still expects us to work at it. I won't be Bev 2.0, but with her example and the guidance of Jesus, I can be transformed into someone new. Have an awesome week. I'd love to hear from you and find out more about how you are living out your bold Christian life. You can find me on Instagram at embolden minus the O or at my blog at embolden.net.